You're listening to the Project Nerd Podcast Network, home of murder. Wait, no, that can't be right. Oh, no. Home of murder, she joked. And murder. Murder, she joked is an improvised, untrue crime podcast. Everything you're about to hear is completely made up. God, my voice sounds sexy. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. Enjoy. My God. This is, I should do this for real. I should do this as a job. Murder, She Joked has a special message from the United States Food and Drug Administration. It's come to the attention of the FDA that in rare instances, Italian spices will cause an allergic reaction that resembles demon possession. If you or someone you know has experienced any of the following, headaches, mood swings, violent behavior, 360-degree head movement, an affinity for avalavine, psychosis, crawling up walls, throwing up pea soup, and a refusal to go to Sunday school, before you approach a priest for an exorcism, you may want to get them or yourself tested for an Italian spice allergy. Again, if the allergy is the issue, a priest will not be able to assist. Knowledge is power. Pizza is poison. Tanya Johnson was a normal girl. Well, I mean, normal for, you know, a teenager in Evansville, Indiana in 2008. You know, she was going through an emo phase like the rest of us were, but she was a nice girl. She was my friend. And then one night, something changed, and now the world just knows her now for her exorcism, the exorcism of Tanya Thompson. And I just want to tell her real story. That's what I'm doing here today. My name is Braylon Jones, and this is Murder, She Joked. So in 2008, like I said, the emo scene finally made its way to Evansville, Indiana. I don't know. We got a hot topic finally, so we just all started going there. And it was amazing. It was invigorating, you know, to go and just have this outlet in, like, this super Baptist Christian town. Just something different for us to do. And our parents didn't like it. They didn't get it, but, like, we did. You know, the angst and the music and the that, like, bunny that said all those, like, I'm cute, but I'll kill you. They, like, spoke to us. It was art. And just people didn't get it. But Tanya was just like the rest of us. She got really into it, but she got really into it. I have with me here her mom just to discuss from her perspective of like what that year was like. This is Amanda Thompson. Well, my Tanya, she was always such a bright, kind girl. You know, she was, she was the kind of girl who would go outside and she would pick you a dandelion and she'd come up to you with it. And she'd say, mama, make a wish. I love you. She was just that kind of girl. Real sweet. She she changed in 2008. It was mm-hmm. the week after the Hot Topic opened. Mm. 
and I cannot stress enough how much her story is tied up in that hot topic. Mm-hmm. Because my baby girl, she wouldn't have changed if not for all those dark clothes and graphic tees. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the first time I saw her in a in a Nine Inch Nails shirt, I knew that that's not right. That's not natural. And at the time, I didn't know the band. But um, I would come to know it very well. And they took my Tanya away from me. So, so you the hot think topic the, did. The hot topic did. I thought you were saying the Nine Inch Nails took Well, she was into that whole scene. That whole yeah. scene. <clears throat> correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. I hear you. I hear you. So did she like... Because like we were all into that too. But we didn't have you know, the same experience that she did. So was there something else that she was into that like the rest of us didn't know about? Like, was she like, I don't know, worshiping the devil or something? Or was it like, I I just don't know. Cause it turned into this whole exorcism and I'll get into what happened, but, or we can get into it. I just, I don't know. Well, she started wearing all that eyeliner Mm -hmm. and I know she was, the first in y'all's group to do that. Yeah, she and was uh, yeah, she really was. <clears throat> she got real into Avril Lavigne. And honestly, I was, I, I was, I supported that because it was less extreme. Yeah. She's a I poser. Thought. So it's fine. Okay. It, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I just, I can't, you can't bring up Avril Lavigne and me not say she's a poser. It's just like, I can't control it. I'm sorry. Continue. Wow. Braylon. Miss Thompson, I need you to check that attitude at the door. Okay. Yeah. Right. You may be an adult now, but I'm still your elder. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful. It's just like a call and response type thing. Like how people say, you know, God is good all the time. People say Amen. Avril Lavigne and we say she is a poser. So, you know, it just makes me sorry. Okay. Well. I'll respect your culture if you respect mine. Okay. I do. Okay. Anyhow, okay. so Tanya was, she was wearing all her eyeliner. And like I said, she was into Avril. So, you know, she was wearing those neckties. And I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I would catch her wearing cargo pants. Oh, that's just offensive. No matter who you are. Yeah. Oh. What would she need all those pockets for? Mom, mom, there's cargo pants. What are you talking? What? 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 Honey, what would you possibly need all those pockets for? That's just, that's not natural. No, it's for all my stuff. You like just don't, you don't understand. I don't understand. Help me understand what you would need. I don't know how to make you understand. (sighs) Well. I need my razor flip phone. Um, I need to be able to carry around my Zune and like my lip gloss and like and my eyeliner. Mom, and like, mom, you just don't. And my scrunchies. Like, I just don't know how to make you understand more. It's just, honey, I'm ruining I just my life. Think, I just don't think a fifteen-year-old should have all those accessories on her person at all times. 
You have a purse. I don't understand. Well, honey, if you want to get a Vera Bradley purse like your mama, I would take you to get one. Mom, as if I would ever carry on a Vera Bradley purse. Ew. Like, I'm so offended. You're How are you my mom? Wow. I am your mom because I conceived you and I grew you inside of my body for nine months. Are you calling and me a I parasite pushed... now? No, honey. I'm saying I pushed you out of my body. And oh. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that if I didn't love you. And I wouldn't be telling you not to wear cargo pants if I didn't love you. Oh my god, mom, everyone wears them. I don't understand. Avril wears them, and look, she's doing fine. God. She's... <sighs> Honey, I feel like I'm losing you. Avril Levine did not wear cargo pants, but as I said, she was a poser, so even if she did, it would be irrelevant. Well, now you've got a good picture of who Tanya was, and... and you know, just how different it was. How our parents just, they just did not get the scene. And Miss Thompson, you know, she meant well. Anyway. So if anybody doesn't know the story, we'll just go over it real quick. It was March 17th. It was Tanya's 15th birthday. And we were going to go to the Rio Drive-In just up the street and see Ratatouille. You know, so we got in our friend Jake's truck. He had a license. He borrowed his dad's truck and we just all piled in and we went to the drive-in and we were there watching Ratatouille and you know we got like our popcorn and and you know we snuck some like weed in I think it was weed it might have been oregano I don't know we bought it from this kid Austin he's just a anyway so we were having a great time all of a sudden Tanya starts acting real weird Real strange. I mean, different kind of strange. Like, she got up in the middle of the movie and just stared, like, stiff as a board at the screen. And people were honking at her like, sit down, bitch. But it, she just wouldn't. And so we kept trying to get her to sit down. And she just started speaking in a language that none of us understood. And, like, her eyes rolled into the back of her head. And, and we just got really concerned. And then somebody got really mad and they just tried to get her to move and then it was this whole thing we got into a fight i got a clip of all of it i saved it on my phone because i just had a feeling that we were going to need it for something so whatever so here's i'm just going to play what happened so y'all can actually hear it and not the like sensitized crazy media version that just isn't true so this is what really happened hey 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 get out off your car I paid good money to see Ratatouille. I didn't come here to watch somebody standing in front of Ratatouille. Sir, get down. Pop, she's having a problem. She's having a crisis. Uh, Tanya, Tanya, what's wrong? Did you smoke too much of that oregano? Uh, 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 hey, if you want to do drugs, do it in your car like a cool person. Like, don't. Stand out there making We we had already done it in our car, but she got out of the car. That wasn't part of the plan. Tanya. I Tanya think I babe. should get a Vera Bradley purse. What? I like the color pink. Babe. What? This isn't you. 
I'm the, I want to be Regina George instead of Katie. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're talking about. I think I'm... We don't I speak... Think, we don't recognize anything other than Janice Ian in this group. I don't... What is she talking about? I like Britney I Spears. What? Whoa. That's like... Ugh, totally mainstream. I have a tattoo of Hillary Duff's bangs. standing in front of the screen. There were one before. I'm gonna get an usher? Or like a guy? No. Shit. Guys, I have I, so much... Like, I, we can't, I can't get in trouble, okay? I don't want to get in trouble. I've got weed in the car, okay? Tanya, you need to get it together. What? I'm, I'm freaked out, man. I'm super freaked out. I have a poster. I have a poster of Zac Efron on my wall. Okay, I need you. Like, this is the problem. Something's wrong with oh. her head. Like, we have to get her. Like, this is wrong. Like, I think. Oh, this is not okay. Oh, my God. What, do we take her to the hospital? What are we going to tell her? Tell them we got her high? I, I like to shop at Claire's sometimes, and not oh just for the god. fake nose rings. Oh my god. Oh. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the ones, and they're filming it too with the razor. Shit, that's, shit. Oh, that's oh, the MPAA. Fuck. That's hardcore. Shit. shit. And, those, and they're doing drugs too. Uh, mm. No, we're not. Uh, yeah. No, we're not. We are not doing drugs currently in this I moment. think I'm Baby Spice instead of Scary. Sir, uh, as you can see, our friend is in emotional distress, and, and, and we need to tend to this. Like, we need to take care of it. So, just... Do I... Should I get, like, a... a, a what do we call those? A, a resuscitation devices? Is that, uh, is that Oh, my God. I don't know. Does she have, uh, uh, is, is it epilepsy? Epilepsy. I got a cousin that has epilepsy. I don't, know. Has I don't so, know. Maybe, what if it's epilepsy? Oh, shit. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Uh, maybe we just leave her at the hospital and we just drive away. Just, like, drop her off at the oh. ER and just drive. No, I like Paris work. Hilton more than Haley Williams. Oh, my God. Get in the car. We God. can't do this anymore. We cannot do this anymore. I'm turning my phone off now. I'm not super proud to admit that we just left her at the hospital, but that's what we did. And then the next thing we knew, it turned into this whole thing. People were saying she was barfing up pea soup. People swore they saw her head turn all the way around. People swore they heard her saying, Hail Satan. I just wanted to make sure like none of that was true, you know? Saw that girl. And I'm pretty sure that uh, she was floating off of her car. Yeah. And that girl that they had down at the hospital that was, like, puking up the soup and the whatnot? Yeah. What? Yeah. Tanya. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's into the devil. Swear it. I don't think, you know, like, that's my friend. Like, that she definitely didn't. Is that what people are saying? Yeah, uh, I read it on a bathroom stall. Somebody yeah. wrote it on a bathroom stall? Oh my! You can't write lies on a bathroom stall. I mean, you know. <sighs> that's just that's not what happened. Okay, it's not what happened. But I mean, I like that I was there. She didn't, she didn't throw up anything. She just was saying a bunch of stuff that wasn't her. You know, it didn't sound like her. I heard that 
somebody tried to take your phone away and she uh, ripped out his eyeballs uh, and ate them. No, and that's not. That's why that she went to. You know that you you're telling me that didn't happen, and you saying that somebody's got to go out there and like scratch that out of the stall. I'm gonna have to do it because it's not true. It didn't happen. These are crazy. The rumors in this town are insane. Like y'all are crazy. This is in this, no nobody got their eyeballs scratched out. She's fine. She she just oh. something. She's just. But I mean, I know people don't believe me. Like, it's written on the bathroom stall, so, like, what am I going to do? I mean, you could, you could, we could change it, you know? Like, if, if you want to write something more canonical, it's not, you know, it's not written in stone, but, uh, you know, I didn't. I mean, that's, I don't know. I know you're new here, but the way it works in Evansville, Indiana, is if you write something on a bathroom stall, it's basically, like, biblical. People take it really seriously and it probably is a bunch of bullshit but people will follow through with it like they believe it's real and that's how the thing that that is how it works in evansville indiana well damn it i don't know how, <laughs> that's not how things are in, in kansas but but you know well, nobody gives a shit about kansas steve well, fine 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 All these lies were flying around Evansville about my daughter, Tanya, a sweet 15 year old who just got on a bad track. Oh, I'm a little offended by that. I wouldn't say she was on a bad track. No, we were all doing all that normal stuff. Aside from her cargo pants and the Avril Lavigne. That wasn't right. That wasn't natural. But I, I know my Tanya and she would never shop at Claire's. She would never gouge out someone's eyeballs. No. The things they're saying are lies. What a lot of people don't know is that my Tanya, she's had an allergy to Italian seasonings for her whole life. And it's been a struggle for her because she loves pizza. Oh my God. I, what are her reactions to the allergy? Like, what what kind of, what happens when she, you know? Well, she starts spouting off nonsense, first of all. And usually it's things that are kind of the opposite of the truth. Some would call them lies. I would say they're untruths. And she just kind of goes off the deep end. And, you know, if, she, if she's in a vehicle, she'll get out of the vehicle. Um, just kind of cause a scene. And you know, just act real strange. And the few times it's happened around me, you know, I, I, I'm real careful with her food, but the few right. times it's happened around me, it's been really unsettling. And I don't know what was going on in that drive through but I'm telling you, there was spice involved. Mom, uh, wait, why can't I have any pizza? Honey, I'm sorry. Uh, it's the spice. You know you can't have the spice. But just like, can I, can I just like try? Maybe I've outgrown it. Maybe I've outgrown Honey, it. You, ha 
you you can't outgrow a spice allergy. It's lifelong. And I'm sorry, but that's what the doctor said. You know, I took you to the best spice specialist in Evansville. But, Mom, I, I mean, I just don't understand. Like, John outgrew his allergy to bunnies, and now they have, like, tons of bunnies. I just don't understand why I can't have pizza. Will you just let me try? Just let me try. I'm six months older now than I was then. Honey? You cannot try pizza under this roof. And I cannot control what you do outside of my home. But I will tell you this. I will be very disappointed if I find out that you've been having Italian seasonings outside of this home. So, fine. Can we go for a drive? <sighs> Honey? You said outside of the house. Yeah. I, I get what you're doing. You're trying to outsmart me immediately. And it's not going to work. I'm so smart. So I'd like for you to go to your room and think about what you did and do your homework. And don't you dare put a CD on. Whatever, Mom. Whatever. You don't even know what I have in my room. Wait, what? What do you have in your room, Tanya? Nothing, Mom. None of your business. Don't make me do a room raid, Missy. No, Mom, no, I'm no, I'm sorry, I'm joking. No. Tanya, privacy is a privilege. I will take your door off its hinges if I hear even a hint of basil, oregano, or any of the other Italian seasonings. You hear me? Whatever, Mom. No, I don't have anything. Uh Okay, Tanya. I'm going to take you at your word. And honestly, the punishment is mainly going to be on you if if you go against this allergy. Because God knows you're going to say the craziest shit. Like, what? Whatever, Mom. Like, you don't even know, like, what I'm... You don't, you don't even know how high I can fly. Like, I... High? Now, Tanya, your mother brought you here today because she found some pizza in your room. And uh, I, I know a lot of your friends, you know, they think it's cool to push the limits. You're going to live forever. You're young. You can eat whatever you want. But you don't grow out of allergies in six months. And your pathological obstinance-induced allergy gonna get you killed how do you know how do you know i can't outgrow it you're not the boss of me i am i'm literally a subject matter expert in in allergies well i'm a subject matter expert in butt chugging but that doesn't make me any more authority to tell you how to do how to do anything i butt chugging never mind don't be a creep no, I, I, I know what that is, and I, you know what? I'm cool, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna tell your mom about that. If you're so gonna... cool, then let me have, let me have some oregano. I know you have some. I can smell it on you. Well, we have a small amount of medicinal, you know, for the for the allergy tests, but it would be, we can we can set up a time and a place. We can do a controlled allergy test if you would like. Uh, you know, we can discuss that with your mom. You know, it would be 
highly, highly unethical to to secretly and without without any kind of parental uh, involvement in the process. You know, but but if you, for instance, knew in this town where some of your friends were meeting up, having the you know secret secret cool parties that no one you know no one's supposed to know about you know perhaps perhaps we could work something out are you a pedophile no 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 i i I work with a local community awareness group and uh parties are a scourge that is uh, undercutting your growth as a young adult it's not a sex thing (sighs) ew (laughs) that's 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 very uncomfortable, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna definitely end this in this consultation immediately. I I'm gonna report, I'm gonna like report you. This is like so uncomfortable. No, oh no, 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 no. I I, I uh, if you don't want me to report you, then give me some oregano. Uh, Doc, Doctor Goodman. Fine, if fine. That's your name. Just I I'll I'll give you a small a small sample, and just just you know just be sure that you, you're at home and you're with some friends in a safe place and then if anything goes terribly wrong that you'll call and you'll you know you'll 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 do this responsibly and and I told you that and I mean I I didn't tell you that I did tell you that and I and I'm definitely not a pedophile so please don't tell your mother that you want uh, me to call you in case of an emergency that's weird I don't want to have your phone number but fine whatever thank you <laughs> So, we made jokes about being swindled. You know, we were joking. Calling the weed oregano. That was kind of our code word for it. Little did we know, you know. Tanya had her own thing going. We're going to look more into her story after the break. Today's episode is sponsored by Moms Against Emo Music Evansville, or MAME. The women of MAME are fighting for one purpose, and that is to rid this earth of emo music. Apparently, if you play Cute Without the E by Taking Back Sunday Backwards, it says, Hail Almighty and Powerful Dark Lord Pete Wentz. And if you play it forward, it's also kind of creepy. How about I'm outside of your window? How about I'll tase your skinny jeaned ass? MAME is here to take a stand against weird, misogynistic, and violent undertones that were so normalized in early 2000s emo culture. Our children need to hear better messages and music to be able to form more healthy relationships. Where else are they supposed to get that shit from their parents? (laughs) Anyway, Mothers Against Emo Music, Evansville. The only way to save our children is to maim them. So, listeners, we covered a lot here. Um... I wanted to bring in a, a specialist just to kind of discuss the drug scene at the time in Evansville, Indiana, and kind of how it's, you know, what was going on at that time. And and to to discuss just the colloquialism of, like, how we refer to it as oregano and, and, and that kind of thing. So I, I have I have this person here with our interview. I'm not I'm going to for privacy's sake, I'm going to leave their name out. But this is our, this is what we had to say. Well, thank you for having me on. And I appreciate yeah. the, the, the 
consideration of the privacy. You know, the drug game is steeped in a lot of misunderstandings, mm -hmm. stereotypes. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we're legit. People that take themselves seriously, I mean, every field has its, uh, you know, its miscreants, sure. its uh, ne'er-do-wells. But I, you know, I consider myself a professional within my community, and, and I'm here to dispel, you know, the idea that it's a fly-by-night operation. I mean, sometimes, sometimes we, we literally fly drugs in uh, through the night, mm. but, but the key is, you know, we know what they are, we know where, where they're going, and we know what's in them, you know, and it's dangerous stuff. I mean, we, we make some of those drugs with gasoline, um, Mucinex, DM. But, but the key is you, you tell your, you know, your buyers and your sellers and your eventual consumers, you don't want to confuse them. That's bad business. So I'm here to say, this is, this is a PSA. When you start throwing around clever names like oregano, that's not a clever name. Magic Mountain Stardust, that's a good name. Nobody's going to confuse that you know, when you give them to it. That sounds like a drug. But when you say something like, you know, oregano or portobello, that could be, that could be multiple things. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I mean, we really just, it kind of started as a joke because we got, our plug at the time was just kind of like, he liked to play pranks on people and he would, so we were joking about it being, so you're saying 100% there was no way that anybody in the drug scene would have actually given anybody oregano and charged them as if they were buying marijuana. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That okay. is a, that is a, that's what's called a, a strike three faux pas. So if somebody were to do that, like they would just never be able to sell drugs again. Like... No, we, we, we kick them out of the community. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not welcome to come to the social functions, the, the, the get togethers, uh, networking opportunities, workshops, retreats. You know, once you've tainted the well like that, mm -hmm. you're a you're a danger to the you're a danger to the trade. We would enact what would be called a censure. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I don't want to get into the the drama and the the, the, the legalism of it. I mean, it's, it's very illegal, but you know, it's got formalities, paperwork, and no, no, to to put oregano. A cinnamon. Uh, also, you know, putting something out there, calling it spice. I mean, you really start, you really start knocking on the the, the the intellectual property of Dune, and you know, we don't want that kind of heat. Yeah, I get that. Uh, you know, the, get the, that. the the drug enforcement agency. That's one thing, but lawyers from from Hollywood, they will they will they will fuck your shit up in a bad way. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. That yeah. is wealth of information thank you for for sharing i had no idea the corporate nature of drug selling yeah you know you just gotta ask sometimes but i will also sell you some vicodin is um is ask you said you got to ask sometimes is that like one of those clever corporate what are they anagrams that have like the a stands for something and s stands for something and k stands for something yeah always sell knowledge i thought you were going to say ketamine that but knowledge <laughs> knowledge that works too that's, that's clever cool. 
That's clever. I like that. I like that. Uh, it's not my first time talking to a drug dealer. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm, uh, I'm going to give you my card. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. They're cards. That's, yeah. yeah. Seems like it could be kind of risky. Just have your. Oh, and it actually it literally says, "Name redacted." <laughs> I won't read it on the podcast. Name redacted. <laughs> And that's your actual address and your phone number and your email. And it says drug specialist. Yeah. It, the, the, the game is, you know, we're, it's changing. It's, you know, we think it's 10 years away, but it could be tomorrow if you act like it is. Just wait. But also don't, uh, don't, don't give that to any, anybody. Oh, no, I'll, uh, I'll definitely. Yeah, you got to read it and, and, just, and then. Destroy it. Just destroy it. Yeah, okay, so right. I guess I'll just put your number. I'll I'll do what I do with my other regulars. I put your number in my phone as like something random, like Ashley Brown or something. There's probably somebody in Evansville named Ashley Brown. That's believable. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, you know, if there's anything that I hope that you take away from this interview is you know information and uh, potential sales in the future. Wonderful. Thank you. I feel really good about that. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, he hooked me up really well, so it's kind of got my throat a little bit. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> Whew. So with that information, plus knowing that Dr. Goodman, when he came out and admitted that he did give her a bag of oregano leads me to believe that we, what we were smoking was actual weed. And what we thought that Tanya had, which was her own baggie, she got from her own plug is what she said. I think, I think that might have been oregano. It's just crazy. Anyway, so that's not the end of the story. You know, last we left off, we had dropped her off at the hospital. Uh, We had to have her mom come in and get her. I just let Mrs. Thompson tell the rest of that story. So I I actually came in just at the, the tail end of what they're calling the exorcism. And oh, they did it actually at the hospital. Yes. Yes. The hospital chaplain. Oh, wow. Okay. Performed the exorcism. And they just did it without your permission? They just went ahead and did it? Yeah. Yeah. No, in, in a case where they're spouting all kinds of nonsense like that, they would just okay. ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Wow. Yeah. The devil works in mysterious ways, Braylon. You'd do well to remember that. Okay. Thank you. But anyway, the devil was not in my daughter. Tanya. And I can tell you that because I've been in a real exorcism before. It was not at all like this. Wait, why were you in an exorcism? It just oh, I was like watching. A real... It wasn't me. <laughs> so you just got invited to some random person's exorcism? <laughs> yeah. It was my sister. I prefer to I feel like there's a lot it. to unpack there, but that might be another podcast. Well, Braylon, if you're lucky, it'll be another podcast. Oh, well, okay. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Back to my baby girl, Tanya. Mm. I walked in, and that hospital chaplain, he was 
reflect in some mirrors in such a way that it looked like her head had swiveled around, you know, like in that movie. Okay. And, and it, it, nothing was really happening. It was just crazy. And I said, stop. I love Twilight movies. Harry Potter's stupid. That kind of contrarian position will not stand in this house of God slash hospital. Oh, honey. Look, look honey, into the please. mirror. And Warp Tour's overrated. And that mirror. Did you, did you tell your daughter that she could wear cargo pants and get away with it? No. Pastor, I did no such thing. I told her to, to <laughs> stick to slacks. Honey, Tanya, you got to act right if we're going to get you out of this situation. Women are not allowed to have voluminous pants. Have you ever seen women's pants with multiple pockets on them? There's a reason for that. Because it leads to this kind of chicanery. <laughs> this kind of... Like I said, Pastor, that is what I told her. And and I would I would swear on my life to you today, Pastor, that she is not possessed. Not by the devil anyway. I'd rather shop at Victoria's Secrets and Spencer's. That is that is a that is pure infernal nonsense. There is no other logical explanation for that kind of that kind of tongue. Pastor she has a rare condition, an allergy to Italian seasonings. And I have reason to believe that she was exposed to such seasonings. She is many things, but she is not possessed. My Please big belly button ring is diamond encrusted and not with skulls. <clears throat> well... Uh... Now that you're here, I suppose it would be proper to, to defer to your parental authority. I love but I'm Mira not going Bradley. Because this is a serious level of, you say a spice allergy? I'm going to yeah. cut you, I'm going to meet you in the middle. We're going to waterboard her with some holy water. Try Pastor, to induce. That's not a compromise. That is. Well, if we can induce, if, I mean, we can ask the doctor if that'll induce vomiting. I'm not sure. But I feel like it's somewhere on the spectrum of it's it sounds it sounds pretty holy. I mean Tanya. Tanya, you listen to me. Uh, stick your finger uh, down your throat. Make yourself throw up. Uh, I'm gonna go get, a, I'm gonna life, go get some water. <laughs> okay, Pastor, yeah, you go get some water. Yeah, I hope it doesn't take you too long and you we got, don't you fix the problem minutes. while you're gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye bye now. Uh, Tanya. Tanya, listen to me. I know you're in your oregano haze. You have got to throw it up if this pastor is going to release us. The whole town is going to hear about this. I can't have this on our family name. Just, but mom, I just want, I just want to eat pizza. Honey? Not fair. It's ruining my life. Honey? There is such a thing as unspiced pizza. And I haven't been telling you about that because, I don't know, 
I guess I just thought it was easier that way. But if you do this oh for me, God. I will make you pizza without any spice. And it will still taste incredible. Because melted cheese is amazing. Okay, so honey, I need you to just cl clear your system real quick before the pasta gets back. Alright, I'll plug my nose and try and shit myself. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. Okay, <laughs> that end. <clears throat> Pardon. I I'm I, ooh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do I, I spoke with the, the hospital administrator. We are both very far over the legal lines by what we've conducted here without your permission. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. Yeah, we'd like to cut you a massive check just to kind of wrap this this, this oh. matter up. Yeah, we're just, I'm not even going to try to take this to, you know, any kind of lawyer. I mean, we're, we are so far outside of the bounds of, of, right and decent here you you would have us you would have us over a barrel so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw myself just at you here what do you uh, what do you say mom i think i blew my eardrum out trying to shit myself that's i mean I, i'll be honest if you put that on me i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to prove it wasn't you know you you just you got me i walked right into it uh pastor i thank you for your kindness and for your grace it takes a humble pastor to admit when he's done wrong. Mom, here you go. Mom, I did it. Here you go. Oh, God. Oh. Honey, don't hand it to me. <laughs> Thank you for uh, I would completing recommend your you, mission. I recommend you just move. I recommend you just move to another town and then just never, just never come back here again. That's exactly what they did. They moved away. It was really sad. You know, Tanya was our friend. All of a sudden, she just was gone. I mean, she didn't go too far. She just moved to Owensboro, Kentucky, which was just like across the bridge. So it's not like she was too far. But, I mean, it felt like a, I don't know. Everything changed since then. That's why I wanted to get her story out there. Because people will say all what they want to say. Because they saw it on the bathroom stall saying, you know, she's possessed or something. People say, I heard she shit herself and blew out her eardrums, like all kinds of stuff. But the truth of it is, she was an addict, okay? She was an addict, and she had a problem, and addiction is a disease, and and she just could not, I mean, her mom made her, I saw, you know, because I kept up with her on MySpace, and, and I saw that she had her mom tried to give her the unspiced pizza and, and she just couldn't, she could not quit oregano. She could not quit the Italian spices. Last I heard, and not from a bathroom stall, so you can actually, it's, it's real, it's real life. I heard it. You know, she took her mom's money and she moved to Italy. And we have not seen or heard from her since. That was in 2012. But I just, I wanted to get the word out there because I, I just wanted to clear her name. You know, that's not her fault. We all have our vices. You know, we're just trying to make it. We didn't ask to be born. We didn't ask to be put here in this cruel, just disgusting world with shit like cargo pants and Vera Bradley and Twilight movies. 
Nobody asked to be here. And we all have our different ways of coping. And just before you just decide that somebody needs an exorcism, put yourself in their converse Chuck Taylors. You know? Just think before you do it. And at the very least, if they're a minor, ask their parents. Dang. All right. Well, thank you all for sitting with me in this special episode of Murder, She Jokes so I can bring honor to my friend. And Tanya, if you're out there just living your life, I hope you make your way through Evansville again. We got a new pizza store in town. It's pretty good. They do an unspiced pizza. They call it the, the Tanya special. I asked them to name it after you. Anyway, again, my name is Braylon Jones. And this has been Murder, She Joked. Take care of yourselves. Today's episode of Murder, She Joked was presented by Libby Jens, Becky Hughes, Courtney Warner, and special guest Jeb Bishop. Editing by Drew Harrison and Dana Daniele. Production by Dana Daniele. Music by Megan Rose.